Hello, sunshine. Welcome back to another episode of A Dose of Adela. I am your host, Carrie Adela. This week, I want to talk about being enough, being more than enough, and feeling like you are not even enough. And it comes from my own experiences and my own feelings, and my own feelings recently, which I didn't even know was happening, right? So we'll get into that. But first, I want to give you an update on therapy. So you guys know that this past week I was supposed to go to therapy. And yes, I said supposed to because my therapist canceled my appointment. <laughs> I told you this was like online dating and I swear is it still feels that way. It really feels like online dating. I felt like I was stood up and I know it's not the same thing, but I really felt like I was stood up. I was mad. I was like, fuck this shit. I ain't doing this no more. La la la, it's not for me. Clearly, it's a sign. I was being such a brat. But life happens, things come up, and I understand that. Um, but I do think I need to look for someone else. Um, yeah, someone else. She was also pretty far, but I did like her. And, you know, but anyway, the, the freaking journey continues to finding a therapist. So I'll keep you updated. I'll keep looking. And, yeah. Hopefully I find one soon, but if not, it is what it is. Um, yeah. So not being good enough. I don't even know <laughs> where this feeling came from recently, but I think I do. I have had my own struggles and my own things. And so, you know, a lot of people don't know my life and they don't know the things that I go through and you only see what people post on social media. Um, you know, you only see the things that people allow you to see. And so I think that a big part of it is like people really don't know me. People know what they see on the internet. They know that I like have been on this wellness journey and my weight has gone up and down and I've battled with like self-esteem issues and those things, but like not really knowing me. And so a big part of this podcast and why I called it a dose of Adela is to give you doses of me with a message and right to just share pieces of me and who I am and why I am the way I am, but with a message. So not just giving you a story, but always putting a message with it. Um, and this past week I had deleted all of my pictures on Instagram so if you go over to my page, there aren't any pictures. Or you might go over later on. There might be one or two because I might add some. But I deleted all of my pictures. <clears throat> and my reason for that was because I'm no longer that person. However, I have been struggling with comparing myself to the woman that I used to be. Right? And being upset at myself for not being as discipline or whatever it is and all of these things, but also frustrated because people compare me to who I used to be. And so I just deleted them. It's like they're just pictures. They are, I have them on my phone somewhere, I'm sure, but whatever. But like, I'm not that person anymore. And yes, I've grown and yes, I've, um, I've evolved in many ways and it's nice to go back and to reflect and see who I used to be and where I am now and the progress that I've made. And it's also nice for other people to 
receive the messages that come along with those pictures. But for me and myself, I just removed them just because I just needed needed to do so for my sanity in the moment. And it is what it is. So friend had asked me like why I decided to do so. And we ended up having a conversation and I didn't know that I was going to respond with what I responded. So she was like, what's up? And I sat there for a moment and I responded like, I just feel like I'm not good enough lately and I don't know what it is and I don't know where it's coming from. And I didn't expect that to come out of my mouth. And so, you know, being a good friend, she lists all of the amazing things that I've done, all of the reasons why I should feel good enough and worthy and all of the things from being a mom to hosting my own retreat, you know, all of the things and reminding me that I need to like start my affirmations. And so I am huge on affirmations, huge on journaling, but again, I haven't been taking care of my own self. So it was a nice reminder. So I knew that I wanted to talk about this for a little while, but I didn't know what the connection was. I didn't know what the message was. And so I often listen to sermons or I'll just ask God, I'll pray. And I'll ask God, like, what is the message that I need to give? What is it that people need to hear? And so yesterday I was in the supermarket and I'm listening to podcasts. I usually like listen to Transformation Church, Elevation Church. I think I was listening to Transformation Church. And I don't even know what the man said. I just know I was in front of the almond milk. And I started to cry hysterically because it had clicked. And I knew, I finally knew where my feeling of not being good enough came from. I had stored it deep down and, you know, occasionally it comes out. But I never really put two and two together of where that feeling came from, where that thought even came from. Like, why do you even think that you're not good enough? So I'm in a supermarket crying hysterically, trying to wipe my face, trying to finish food shopping, little girl looking at me. And I'm like, oh my God, get it together. Had to stop listening to it. And it hit me. So I don't know if you've ever seen, I don't know how you haven't seen it. Even if you weren't born yet, they post it all over Instagram every now and again. So the episode of The Fresh Prince. The episode of The Fresh Prince with Will's father. And right after Will's father leaves, he, like, breaks down to Uncle Phil. And he's like, why didn't he want me? And every time I see that episode or every time I see that clip on Instagram or wherever it is, it invokes so many emotions and so many feelings every single time. Because I know exactly how he felt. Because that's my life. That was my life. When I was about 13, I want to say, um, when I was about 13, I think it was, um, my mom and my older brother were in the kitchen and we were having a conversation about my dad and my brother said something that like upset me. And you know how like when you suppress a lot of things and somebody says one thing and you just explode. And so I exploded with all of these emotions and I broke down. And I said, fuck, I'm trying not to cry. Um, <laughs> asked my mom. <clears throat> I 
asked my mom, why wasn't I good enough? Why wasn't I good enough for my dad to stick around? I'm not crying. <laughs> Fuck. Um, why wasn't I good enough for him to stay? Why didn't he want me? What was wrong with me? And you know, when a lot of times when people walk away from us or they leave us and we don't know why, we think it's us. And especially being a 13-year-old girl and it's the, the person who whose DNA you have, who, you know, is supposed to love you more than anyone on this earth. Um, oh, fuck. <laughs> All right, I'm going to get it together. Um, so he, um, right. So we, had, we ended up having a conversation. And me and my mom had never really spoke about why my dad was never there. I don't think we ever spoke about it. And this was our first real conversation. And so she, she was honest with me. You know, my dad was here illegally. And so he couldn't be here. Um, he was on the run, as she puts it, which sounds funny to me. But he wasn't supposed to be here. And he couldn't be here. And she was like, you know, he loved you. And while he was here, you were with him all the time. But he couldn't be here. And I did speak to my dad on the phone. But I never, from my memories, I was never in a room with him. I never got to hug him. You know, I never, I never experienced that. And so, oh, damn it. And so she, so she tells me, you know, he ended up getting in a relationship with a woman who was HIV positive and he contracted HIV. Um, and he died a few years later. But... It was always something that I've carried my whole life. Because every time I got in a relationship with someone and it didn't work, it was always, I always thought back to, well, it was something I did. I wasn't good enough because they would end up with someone else and it worked out with them and it was clearly me and something's wrong with me and, you know, all of these things. And so this past weekend that started happening again, and not even because of man or anything in particular, it was just a feeling that was coming out and I started thinking of like all of the things that we're told growing up right we're told that we're not even told or that like some of the beliefs that we develop from childhood and I think about like you know body image right I don't know it depends on what culture you're from but you're either too thin or you're too fat. You're told to eat more. You're told to stop eating. Told to go on a diet. You're told to do this. Or, you know, in like Hispanic cultures, you know, the woman, I think about like being a little girl. My mom believed that like the woman or the, the girl is supposed to serve the male. And so my mom would be like, here, take your brother his food. And my smart-ass mouth will always be like, well, he got legs. He could come get it. <laughs> and she would look at me like I was crazy. And she would just give me that look. And I'd be like, fine, I'll take it to him. And 
you know, those little things that, you know, you're taught and you take them with you and it's like, oh, you're supposed to serve a man or you're supposed to do this or you're supposed to do that. And, you know, I think of like little things like that, like, oh, I'm not equal to a man because I'm supposed to do this, this and that. And it was my brother, right? Um, the body image issue thing, like so many things that we are taught growing up, so many things that we subconsciously carry with us and we believe and a lot of the feelings that we have about ourselves, about other people, a lot of times they're not even our own thing. We got them from other people. And I realized that this weekend, like, I have been carrying those feelings of not being good enough since forever. And the truth is that my dad leaving for whatever reason that he left and whoever else leaves, people leave, people continue to leave. That's just life, right? I have nothing to do with me have nothing to do with me and do not equate to my worth, right? It has nothing to do with that because the truth of the matter is I am enough. I am more than enough. And it also opened up a whole nother damn door about healing. So healing is really never ending. As much work as I've done, there is always something more. It's like, you know, you keep digging, you keep pulling And the more you keep pulling out and the more you keep like searching, you keep finding things and you do it and you don't even realize it. There's just so much shit under there. Like, fuck. (laughs) Cause now I'm like, oh, I got to deal with this Uh, and deal with sounds like a negative thing, but like, I do have to deal with it. And it's, it's a big part of the reason why I'm single and why I haven't really dated because I have these feelings that I'm still trying to work through. And I, when I go into a relationship, I want to go into a relationship as a healthy whole. And I want to be with someone who is also whole and healthy, right? I don't want to be looking for my other half. Hell no. I want a whole. I want a whole person. I want to be whole. Um, and so I know that I have a lot of work to do. Fuck. I really didn't want to cry this episode. <laughs> Yeah, but so to go back to that, you know, we had that conversation and I like, I still hold on to that conversation. I still think about it from time to time and it just really never clicked. But now that I think of it, like I work, I've always worked in a field with people who do drugs and people who have been HIV positive for the last... 10 years. Like even when I was in school, it was something I studied. I would take like HIV and AIDS in society. It was just something that I've always been passionate about and always something that I wanted to learn about. I've always wanted to work with the population and it's something like near and dear to my heart. Um, and who knew that it would prepare me later in life for when I had family and friends tell me that they were HIV positive. Um, who knew? Um, so yeah, that also goes back to like the, your, Your past and the things that happen in life definitely lead you to your purpose. So, but I work in that field and I never really connected the two. (laughs) But yeah, damn it. I'm sorry. I keep apologizing, but like I didn't, I really didn't expect to cry. I like tried to really gather myself before I recorded and clearly it didn't work. But yeah. 
you know, all those things that you've been taught, all those things that you've been told or, you know, society tells you that you have to be this way or, you know, you're not perfect or all of the things that this world has taught you since you were born, they're not true. What other people say about you, what other people project onto you is not true. It's what you feel about yourself. It's digging deep inside of you and finding out who you really are and embracing who you really are and knowing that no matter what anyone ever says, no matter what anyone ever does, you are more than enough. And if you have to repeat that self to your, repeat that to yourself every day, do it. Write it on a postcard. I'll put it on a shirt for you. You are more than enough. But yeah, whatever you do today, whatever someone says to you or however someone makes you feel today, remind yourself that it has nothing to do with you. It doesn't equal your worth. You are worthy and you are more than enough. And I thank you for listening again. I thank you for always tuning in. Thank you for fucking with me. I'm sorry if I made you cry. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love you so much. You have no idea. I appreciate you guys. And until next time, I'll talk to you later. Bye.